Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Hamda. Today's episode is brought to you by Jennifer McIntosh. Shout out to our listener and supporter, Jennifer McIntosh. Thank you for supporting our balls and sauce. Our guest today is a nationally syndicated radio personality. We grew up with him here at Z100 in New York. He also hosts two very popular podcasts, the Brooklyn Boys podcast and Speaking Volumes podcast. Please welcome our guest, Scary Jones. Hello. Hi. Thank you nice. so much for being here. I'm excited. This is great. Yeah. Kind of nervous. A, you should be. We're very intimidating. Yeah, we're a wolf pack. Three New York alpha women and yeah. me. <laughs> a guy who gets, gets pegged every night. Is this a dream or a nightmare? <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> it's a fantasy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is really cool. You yeah. uh, you came in hard with the pegging and Andrea's eyes just lit up. Ah, uh, yeah. You became <laughs> to me immediately. I was I like, know, what are you like, into? Are they together now? Like, this is weird. <laughs> You just spoke Andrea's love language, and now you guys are married. Yeah, I've so. never pegged anyone. Can I be clear? You never, never pegged anyone? I have never pegged anyone. And everyone is like, yeah, you're all around town strapping on and fucking everybody. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have strapped on and fucked women, but I have never bent a man over. And Really? like, So you've worn a tail in your ass? Yeah. And you've never pegged? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, huh. pr- I'm pretty prudish in that. I, I mean, listen, maybe we can work something out right 21 but sure. uh wow. it's, it's it's shocking that yeah i just I mean, I like, hot wow yeah. i know i didn't know what i stepped into i made a joke i've never been pegged right yeah, yeah no i mean it sounds it sounds real that you're saying that so well listen your- well, listen, scary we'll see what happens you know what i mean maybe we'll get we'll get along we'll see how it goes but yeah so um scary hey, where did you grow up I grew up in Brooklyn, which I guess would qualify for this podcast, right? Yeah. Because it's qualify New York. for that accent. Yeah. One fifth, 20% of this podcast is Brooklyn. Or is it really dominate like 60%? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not Brooklyn. I'm Queens. But, you know, I mean, as far as, you New know, York the, goes. Like, the you know, New York accent. Staten Island is kind of like, you know, eh, it's a little less than the rest. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Staten Island say scary. that. Some people say not. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm saying that's the joke. You say it like, a lot, a lot, a lot on this podcast, actually. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, and what part of I, Brooklyn? Bensonhurst. Mm. Wow, we're getting really local here. I yeah. Mm-hmm. 
We like to know. We we need to know your address. Go ahead. Right. Perfect. I'm going to. That's my parents live. You could (laughs) send them some rainbow cookies and pinolis. Ooh, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to Villa Beate? Villa Villa Beate Bakery. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Not too far from there. Right. But where where Diker Park is, where, you know, all the rats roll. Wait, so can you tell us, so our listeners are not only just from New York, they're from all over the world, literally, and they don't know about, like, you know, Diker Heights. Can you tell them, like, what goes on during Christmas around this neighborhood? Because I don't even know if Andrea knows. I don't know. I I don't. Oh! You keep saying... This is a Mill Basin situation where you keep saying <laughs> Diker Heights, and I'm like, number one, are you pranking me? Number two, can we say that word? Number three, what the fuck? Is, what we is could Diker say that word. Heights? You have to, you have to put an er on it and then add the heights right away. There's I'm no from, pause. Andrea's going to take a little field trip. Looking. <laughs> Sorry, like, it's I am only strapped on. It's 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 a it's a misconception. The name has nothing to do with anything else. But uh, you know, you know, people do know about the uh, Diker Lights, which is the Christmas time oh. lights. And if you've ever seen the great Christmas light fight, I think ABC does it just to talk to your national audience here. Yeah. Uh, they have the Christmas light fight every year and they, you know, it's like the best decorated houses around the country. Well, Diker Heights in Brooklyn is notorious for having the most amazing lights uh-huh. from Families where last names end in vowels, don't ask any further questions or you'll be found in a cinder block yeah. at the bottom of an ocean. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, no, you're not. You're not kidding at all. But it's no, okay. No, no, no. Allegedly. Yeah, so Diker Heights. See, I kind of grew up at, in the foothills of Diker Heights called Bensonhurst, mm-hmm. where we pretended we're, we're in Diker Heights. But, right. you know, it's kind of like, nah, you don't really... You don't really want to, uh, you know, confuse the two. I mean, I want to be confused as someone from Diker Heights. Sure. That's where the money was. But yeah, wow. yeah. Christmas time and the lights is were just so beautiful. Um, beautiful? Are you going to say beautiful? Are you really using beautiful? Okay, to gaudy. Describe- They're fucking gaudy. Thank you. I love it. Now I'm in. Now All I'm right. In. Let me tell you something. Baby Jesus riding yes. a motorcycle yes. dressed as a Christmas tree. Like these uh-huh. are the things that we're talking about. Robots and animatronics. Oh, and my God. Multi-thousand dollar. I mean. Um, you know, electric bills by the time it's all over uh, at the end of the night. Uh, it's gotten so crazy that tour buses now come in and they block the streets off for traffic and you can only walk up the street during key times. They've opened up uh, businesses upon business, the food, stands. food trucks and concession stands <laughs> have popped up over the, the past five years, ever since this TV show came on, has it really gave it its next level exposure. People come wow. from all over the world to see the lights of Diker. The dyke lights. Um, the lights so- of Diker. I love that. That sounds so fancy. Okay, so I have so, several follow-up questions about the the dyke lights. Do, are the, is are there like top people who always crush it every yep. year? Yep. Okay. Yep. And and is yep. there beef between them? Like, is someone pushing over someone else's Santa Claus covered in glitter? Like, how does it get sort of violent? Like, how far are we going? These are, they, are these are these they try and outdo each other for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It literally started with. A bunch of very Catholic and very, yeah. you know, people that are want to celebrate the season sure. years and years ago. And then then the house, you know, got to keep up with the Joneses house. So that guy down the yeah. street has it. Now this yeah. one did now next year I gotta get bigger and better lights. I need more lights. I need lawn ornaments. I yeah. need so but it's turned into the entire neighborhood. It's a beautiful thing. I just think that there are a few standouts and the sure. rest is just filler, you know. Sure. Of like, sure. oh. You know, 
That's and so I'm, funny. Like you work so hard, but in any other neighborhood, you'd be shining. But in this one, it's like you're the filler. House. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, you're the you're they're filler. the background actors. That's you're what the they are. You're yeah. You're like gorgeous enough to be in a movie, but you're still behind everybody else. Like you would have to probably, because I've seen this in real life. I've seen this in person. This is is an actual trip that you make with your family when you're from Queens and Brooklyn. This is your, so you know how like real families from real places? No, you might know this, Andrea, because you're from Canada, right? Like you do something for the holidays. It doesn't have to be Christmas, but like there's some kind of winter holiday outing, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's something magical and beautiful and like, you know, there you go. uh, Thank you. angels, you know. Perfect. Okay. So what we do is. You um, know tobogganing? Whatever, New York. Go ahead. (laughs) We all pack into the minivan. Uh Uh, Everyone is very angry and fighting. Yeah. And uh, you go and you drive. There's tons of traffic. Uh, Your mom's hitting your dad. And there's, I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, allegedly. You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Like, (laughs) we're just talking about a fictional family. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, you're fighting with your brother. And like, maybe you called him something terrible. And you're driving and it's taking too long. And you get to... Right. And yeah. He well, that, up on you. you I mean, really mad. You <laughs> said I told you so. And then you get to see the 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 highlight is that you get to look at a house that is decorated. <laughs> that is some payoff. Let me tell right. you. Right. And yeah. then you're like, and I then, want a new family. And then you got to yeah. go. You want to stop and relish and like kind of enjoy the moment. Nope. Fuck you. You're being there honking at you. Go, go, go. Maybe your dad gets in a fist fight. I don't know what happens. Yeah, Yeah, because you're you're experiencing this in in, on the street on on working streets. So you know. So I will say I did grow up six blocks from there. Wow. So it was a very. We used to just walk up to the lights. Right. But the the traffic to get to the lights was well past my block, and they took up all the parking spaces. Oh yeah, you can't find parking. Forget it. Oh, Those yeah. are fighting parking, words. Parking taking up space. parking space. No, you can't park. No, but a garbage can. So you grew up in yeah, Bensonhurst. Put- Bensonhurst is so specific to me. I have never heard someone say Bensonhurst without the accent. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so very very specific. What was it like growing well, up there? Well, are we talking about the eighties and nineties when I yeah, came up, sure. or now? I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't recognize it now. It's it's definitely changed. Uh, you know. My parents still live there and my sister lives there with uh, her husband. But uh, I guess in the 80s, you know, no one had a pool in Bensonhurst. In the summer, we spent time opening up fire hydrants. Who has the wrench? Now they give you sprinkler caps. If you call 311 in the city, the the city, they they will send you a sprinkler cap to screw on the fire hydrant. How nice of the city to give you that. Back in my day, I had to use a wrench. Back in my day, we were (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we unscrew the fucking thing, pull the cap off, and waste thousands of gallons of water a minute. Yeah. Did you never we, use so anything? You never use like a spool of basta to put on top of it? No, we didn't have that. We just uh, sorry, opened it up. What was that word you just said? A What's spool a spool of, of basta? basta? It's, like a, it's like a strainer for the spaghetti. <laughs> oh, you put the strainer over the... The water pressure was so crazy. I'm just was, saying you tie it around. I don't yeah. know. You yeah. know well, no, we, 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 just an idea. That was our way of cooling off in Bensonhurst. Um, you know, it was a attached brick row, attached brick row houses yeah. in blue collar neighborhood. Yeah. You know, where my, you know, my father worked for Con Edison, which is the utility company. Yeah. Electrician out in the field. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my mom was a, a school uh, at the time. They called them secretaries. I don't think you could do that anymore. Sure. Uh, worked for the principal. Mm-hmm. Of, Gary, of we, we are literally um, not not the same person. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there you have it. So that, that that's us. Uh, that's what that's how I grew up um, for several years. And it was, you know, was there at, like was there stuff happening on the street? Like, um, you know, you just kind of walk out and you make friends and then hang out in because i think that happens in in yes, queens yeah. and brooklyn and especially like not yeah. right now the no only one's allowed video out, games but. we had were atari and ColecoVision, and maybe the nintendo the first version mm-hmm. uh there wasn't and you didn't spend time you spent like an hour or two a day doing that everyone was outside we were playing games like oh god do you want to talk about this stuff we had a blue ball a rubber ball mm-hmm. and we would play Punch ball with that, stoop ball, box ball. Mm-hmm. These were games of Brooklyn. You can Google them. I don't want to bore you with this. No, what's punch no, ball? Yeah, just get, punch just ball? Just punch ball. Yeah, yeah. Punch ball is, it, it, it works like baseball. It has a diamond. But instead, uh, first base is uh, the car door over here. Second base <laughs> is the sewer in the middle of the street, the manhole. And the third base is, you know, and then you would literally take of the ball, you bounce it once, and you would use your fist to just punch it as if you had a bat. And wherever it went, it went. And then you just have to run to the base, which is, you know, you know, or if we had a schoolyard, we could chalk chalk off an area. You know, we played games like that, basketball. You know, it was all like very, you know, you know, think of think of concrete jungle. Right. Yeah, concrete yeah. jungle is what we lived in. So we made do with we played games like freeze tag and high, you know, it was it. Manhunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I loved a good manhunt. I liked uh, it was kind of the excuse to trespass on your neighbor's backyards. And someone the problem is, is like when you live in these neighborhoods, your parents know everyone on the block. Yeah, Yeah. they know everyone. So you're trespassing in someone's backyard and they're just calling your parents. Pretty Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. And they're like, she's in the pool again. (laughs) I've told you this three times. Like she it's you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. This is ridiculous. Not everyone had such fun, trauma-free childhood memories. Some people really need to talk to a counselor about it, and that's why BetterHelp Online Counseling is here for you to fit all of your counseling needs. It's not self-help. These are real, licensed, professional counselors, and I absolutely love using BetterHelp Online Counseling. You can text with them, you can video chat, or you can have a phone call, whatever makes you happy all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash New York. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash New York. What were your block parties like? Okay, we had those in the summer. Every summer, you would uh, get a permit from the city to block off. Uh, oh, you have to get you, permits for for block parties? I hell yeah. That. Oh, I always just assume, I just assume you just fucking did it. That was always my... Andrea, in- you're from the woods. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> like, oh, these New Yorkers are just fucking doing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then someone would have, a, you know, the caddy. The caddy with the big car would block off to one side of the street. Yeah. And then someone else's truck or whatever they had would block off the other side. And that would be the day to, Oh my God, I get to ride my bike in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 you know, I, we all, everyone had to have their little, their mongoose or their huffy, whatever the hell they 
they're bicycles. What's a yes. mongoose? It's a bicycle. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she like, like what? She's like an actual mongoose. Comes to the... <laughs> you guys could tell me anything, and I'd be like, like mongoose. Right. I don't That's know Diker Heights. What the shed. fuck you guys did? The, the wound is still there. Uh huh. <laughs> my car, my, my my bike was stolen out of my I shed. I think that that's that's a thing though. Um, like our bikes were stolen so much out of our backyards, out of the schoolyards. You can lock them up. Yeah. I mean, your bike was stolen once a year. Yeah. Like that's how it went, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's just like a budget that you have to know, like that right. you need to buy a bike every year. So right, and now to continue answering uh, Hemda's question, uh, we we'd hire a DJ for like no money. Mm-hmm. There was not; they were not professional. They didn't block That's out the, the curses of the songs either. That's funny. Uh, and it's your would, friend's cousin. Yeah, they would plug into the fucking lamppost as for their power. Mm-hmm. Use <laughs> that would, wrench that you had from before and break use that. That same yeah. rusty wrench, <laughs> right? And uh, you know, and then you know, there'd be music all day, all night, and people would, you know, and there was so many houses on the block that everybody participated. Except that one family who didn't want to give money to do it, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, fuck you. We better not see you out there with a table and a barbecue. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't pay that, you know, because we had all pooled money together to get it all done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would, you know, have a good time. And that's the thing. It's incredible because a block full of, and I know you're not strangers because people know each other, but you're pooling money together mm-hmm. and somebody has to be in charge of it and buying the stuff. And it's, it's a big event. Like I've done kids parties at these things where like you guys have hired me to come in and make the balloon animals for the kids or the face painting. You see the, the blow up tents. So how much does it cost per neighbor in your neighborhood to participate in well, this? Well, at the time, I don't know. I was a kid, right? But we had to, they always wanted to rent the, rent the rusty ride. You know, the, you know, like the, the ride that the you truck, would see. The one on a truck. The, the, they, they would bring it in on a, <laughs> oh, on a trailer. Yeah. Like during some, those Italian things. Yes. Have yes. The, oh, my God. Did you ever go to a what? feast, a festival, like a San Gennaro? Yes. Or, yeah, so they would, some guy, they would pay him cash. <laughs> and, and he would show up with this fucking truck. And, yeah. and it was like literally like a cage. That you would yeah. sit in, and it would they would he would rock you back and forth by hand until you died, until yeah. something <laughs> flipped until over, until something on you broke, yeah, and you couldn't yeah, yeah. sue because the guy wasn't insured, <laughs> no. uh, and he wasn't even legal. He probably no. you know wasn't. He's right. out of jail. He's fresh out of jail. Yeah. They don't yeah. have a lot of teeth, those yeah. guys. I gotta no, tell you, no. <laughs> you had to pay for the rental of that, or if oh or, or the ice cream man, or the or the, the freezer fresh guy, or the crisp. Uh, no, I'm sorry, what the custard king. Yeah, there were the three the cotton, ice cream trucks. Cotton candy guy, Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so they would want to buy the kids ice cream. So that guy needs to get paid off. So you need to make a collection. So he would sit there for three hours and dishing out ice cream for the kids. We had yeah. a dunk tank. Oh yeah, they had a dunk up. tank too. We had a rental. All that stuff was, you know, those are hard hard costs. Yeah. As a kid, we didn't give a shit. Sure. We didn't even know money was being exchanged. <laughs> Oh, right. These things just show up for you. Yeah. To be a parent in New York City, I can't even fucking imagine. No. Yeah. Yeah. Was there like that's so cool when you see that blocked off party and everybody just out there with their tables. Some people are, you know, bringing the barbecue like you're having your own picnic and you're celebrating with everybody else. It's such a wonderful New York thing to see. Funny you say that because I feel like everything old is new again. That went away for the longest time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because everything, you know, because life happened and people got a little bit more, uh, you know, had more money to spend and more places opened. Well, now here we are in the summer of COVID, right? Yeah. I feel even though you weren't allowed to have a block party, some illegal shit just like it was going on places 
yeah. that this past summer. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like 1985 all over again. People yeah. are on the streets. I know there was a problem in Queens, in the Greek area, in Steinway Street. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thousands Stein of fucking people out there drinking from bar to bar because they could. Yeah, Steinway's getting lit, man. I mean, it's it's the more fast and loose New York City is becoming, the more it seems. And I, I, I obviously didn't grow up here in the 80s. My dad lived here and was like, yeah, you kind of just everyone kind of did their yeah. own, kept to themselves. And yeah. Yeah, don't know there, were a lot of, there were a lot of people in the streets, in Astoria, a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars, and people were, uh, you know, doing the sidewalk dining and all that kind of stuff. And they were taking it to the next level and oh, almost yeah. making it a street fair. And thank God Rudy Giuliani came in <laughs> you I'm, trying to, I'm, trigger, I'm triggering Hemda. And he oh, just Hemda. put yeah. an end. <laughs> he oh, took their boy, cabaret Hemda. licenses away. No one could dance. <laughs> yes. No one could stop. Uh -huh. <laughs> no music. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you okay, so so a, a, ben, a Bensonhurst guy, like someone growing up in Bensonhurst, it, is there like a. Um, As Andrea quickly shifts the political yeah. landscape. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, Hemda gets our triggering. <laughs> Hemda gets very triggered by Rudy Giuliani. So okay, I want to say something. I don't yeah. care about, I don't Please. give a fuck about what you think about Rudy say today. Say it, say it. Rudy in the 90s for New York was the best motherfucking thing that happened. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, oh my God. But Hemda, you have to. scary. No, but Hemda, what he did, I mean, he may have turned Times Square into Disneyland. <laughs> but what he did then, I'm, I'm literally going back. Why are 30, we not in person? I want to see you guys fight to the death. Yeah, like, yeah. Why is this on? No, no, no. Hemda, you virtual. have to take your current beliefs and feelings. And if this guy lost his marbles, you oh, have no, to take these whatever, aren't current. These about. aren't current. Yeah, You're he's, harboring these from the actual 90s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hemda, yes, loves, because Hemda loves filth. Now, let me tell she you loves something. Dancing. Hemda loves filth and loves dancing and loves being doing crime and stuff. And, uh, Rudy and apparently the mafia. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not a political guy. I really am. I'm political Swiss cheese. I'm like Switzerland here. I'm not, you're not, but I just want to say specifically, this is, this is a podcast Katie about Tracy. New York. <laughs> oh my God, I love this so much. pay our, our homage mm -hmm. to that guy who legitimately changed it because I saw the, because I was old enough to remember the before and the after. In mm. the before, in the eight, in the seventies and eighties, it was disgusting. <laughs> Wash the hookers this. off the island with a fire hose. Yeah, it was, it was frightening. And was Hemda frightening has place. never forgiven him since. I, she I has will never forgiven him. I, mean, I will. Yeah. Go. Well, okay. So I, no, 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 no. no I, this is good. I love this fight, and I. But I will say, I watched um on Netflix um a show about the crime families during yeah, this the time. mafia with yeah, Giuliani. and I think we discussed this, but it is interesting the way that they went about dismantling the crime families, which were basically like untouchable for a very long time. It's in yeah. Hamda. No, sh it's imp it's impressive. We're not talking about dancing, did. Hemda. Yeah, we're not talking oh about dancing. Boy. We're talking about people who kill people. Oh, boy. She <laughs> no. may have to go to her safe place. Yeah, the the wiretapping, <laughs> you know, it, it's an impressive undertaking. That's it was, all it was fascinating. I, and I do remember in the 80s before there were places to go and everything was crappy. There, there was this place, this 86th Street was the one street and people mm -hmm. would, they had no money, they had nothing to do. There was no place to go. So they would legitimately Friday, Saturday night, all the guidos and the guidettes, or we called them cuisines. Yeah, they would Ooh. drive in their cars, their uh, their IROC Zs, or their. Uh, you want to talk about? I'm not going to mention old car names, but whatever their caddies and their. 
Oldsmobiles, and they would drive up and down at two miles an hour, back and forth on 86th Street, and that was their Friday and Saturday yes. night. This is, uh, this is the 80s. This is going back to the 80s. And they Wait. would blast the music loud. They had their booming systems in their cars, blasting freestyle music. Hemda? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Hemda. There we go. And Rudy Giuliani made that a safe place for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, there goes your heart. <laughs> anyway. Where was... Wh- <laughs> What was the name you used for guidettes? What was that word you used? So we, th- there's an alternate word that we only used. It was very local. We yeah. said cuisines and cuisinettes. Guidos and guidettes. Guido is more accessible, access, uh, is more known. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I definitely, uh, I, you know, I, I know all about the cuisines. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, this is I mean, it's definitely regional, but it's also just like whatever Italian neighborhood, either in Queens and Brooklyn, you're, you know, if you're from an Italian neighborhood and you know about these things, then you're there. If you're cruising in your IROC Z, <laughs> you know about it. That's- if you know, you know, if you don't, then just enjoy this entertainment. If you don't exactly. know, now you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you grew up in Bensonhurst. When you moved out of your parents' place, did you stay in the neighborhood? Oh, that was... Are we assuming oh. that you moved out of your parents' place? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you still live there? Yeah, you, you know, right. I could be in the attic right now with uh-huh. the windows. Ma, I'm doing Stop, a podcast. Dan is ready. It's, it's Prince Spaghetti Day. It's Wednesday. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> so I, I left home at 25. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's, that's early. That's early for, for a Brooklynite, right? <laughs> And yeah. my mother, I'll never forget. Oh my God, she cried. She tried to hold back the tears and not show me she was crying. But that moving truck came. And uh, at the time, I was moving in with uh, my room, with, well, with one of my showmates uh, on my. So I, I, we didn't even talk about that, but I'm from a show, a radio show called Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. We're on Z100, which you said at the very beginning. But so Greg T, one Ooh. of the characters on that show, and he was moving out of his house. And I was moving out of my house, and it was like kind of like we're roommates meeting in Jersey City, New Jersey, Ooh. which is where which is where I currently reside in Jersey ah. City, New Jersey. Okay. So right. my family and other my old school friends are still there, just twenty minutes away. Two bodies of water. Listen, stop trying Who to sell us on Jersey City. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. always Jersey City is like, hey, it's shorter than your commute. I'm like, yeah. listen, yeah. these the caveats. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so yeah, it was a you know I was loving life at 25. I had my job at the radio station. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. And you think I was moving across the country, but all I was doing was moving, moving across a, a couple of rivers. Yeah. Yeah, my parents had a shit fit and I was moving like a day before my 21st birthday and my parents were like, oh, they didn't talk to me for two weeks. My dad got into a fight with the person helping me move. It was, what is this? What is this about? <laughs> like, truly, is it just wanting to be close to you? Is it feeling like you should only move once you're married? Is that? That's, it's all of it. Is? And also, and maybe it's different with scary, but my parents just wanted control and also um, like I'm from the Middle Eastern background. So they thought it was hoary to live on. Right. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I think your, that was a little different. Your mom should I meet see. me if you want to fucking talk about oh. hoary. This Canadian freak of nature just moving. I moved from Vancouver to New York when I was 18 and my parents were just like, whatever, don't die. Love you. You know, <laughs> Gary, do you remember your uh, your last chicken cutlet when you lived at your mom's house? 
<laughs> my last chicken cutlet? Like, yeah. are we, is so this like a euphemism for she, something? No, or I'm just actual... saying, like, like when, the last time she fried up chicken cutlets when you still lived at home. Well, remember my mom that? was never the greatest cook. I mean, no, she was. What? She still is. What? No, oh, my God, Mom. Oh, she, we're she's sending gonna hear that this. to her. She's going to uh, hear this shit. I'm oh. sending that to Giuliani. Uh-huh. I, hate, <laughs> I hate I fat chicken cutlets. I hate like then. Yeah, I mean, I like him pounded out thin yeah. with some yeah. good breadcrumbs and yeah. Parmesan. And mm-hmm. yeah. my mom, it was my Aunt Millie and my grandmother who made the great chicken cutlets. So I would go to their house for that. But my mm-hmm. mom's chicken cutlets were more like, eh, here's some chicken breast. Here, roll it in some breadcrumbs. And <laughs> it was poor thing. It was, was like more mom? chicken than, you know, but she was doing me a health favor because it was actual, actually more protein than breadcrumbs and carbs and oil. Ew. Was she offended that you would go elsewhere for the other cutlets? Like, was it like a slight? You don't you get asked? offended by your boy. Your she boy does offended. no wrong. Yeah, that's she wasn't true. offended. She Did was... your mother make meatballs? Like, what happened? Yeah, but again, my, they so my great. grandmother, they edged her out with, you know, the better meatballs. <laughs> they, Did they uh, live close to you? Oh, yeah. Around the block. It's Brooklyn. Okay. Come on. So you were like, mom. Mom, go stop. around. Yeah, Sunday. Stop. Uh, I got to eat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't do this. Thank you, right. though. So I do. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So I don't remember the last one. The final. But, you know, now I look forward to it. You know, when we when I go to my parents' house, I look you, forward. You eat the whole chicken. breast. You're like, Mom, this is great. Good job. Yeah. Yes. Well, I feel like because you moved out at 25, had a like a real human, adult, wonderful job, you might not have moved into the shitholes that maybe our other guests moved into. Have you had a terrible apartment no. here? I was in one wow. apartment. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm privileged. I'm lucky. I yeah. really am. I'm, I'm trying. I wish I had a story for you. You know, yeah. even in behind, remember behind the music, VH1's behind the yeah. music mm-hmm. where they say, you know, the person is on the rise and then they crash into this abyss and this drug, the drugs and they almost died and then yeah. they recover. That's how every episode of behind the music yeah. or behind the whatever goes. There's always some crazy plot twist in the middle and a cliffhanger. And for me, I just moved to Jersey City and then maybe you're not there yet. Maybe yeah. <laughs> it's maybe 2020. My downfall is still in maybe you're yeah. still on the rise and then soon you will hit rock bottom. Yeah. I mean, you can only hope. Yeah. 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 Well, for the you- sake of this episode. I mean, yeah. I'll come back and do a part two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm gonna count your parents' home as your first apartment because that's where you were first dating. Half your twenties were there. Right. Did you have to like Bring your oh, dates boy. home. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. lived in a two uh, story. It was more like, you know, the living room and the kitchen and the bathroom and dining room were on one floor and the up floor, the second floor were the rooms, all the bedrooms. No bathroom so, upstairs? And a bathroom upstairs, yeah. So you had so, two bathrooms? We did. But uh, oh, the first boy. one, the, the, the ground floor was a half bath. Powder, powder room. It was, yeah, it was very okay. small. Mm-hmm. It was like your knees knocking against the door if you're sitting on a toilet. It was terrible. It was like really close. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> you couldn't get the toilet paper. <laughs> the toilet paper was on, on your left leg and the door was on your right. And that, that's the kind of bathroom it was. And you're but like, Mom, I, I'm in here. Yeah, hey. Stop. I, yeah, yeah, bringing dates home was rough because we go out and then I'm like, shh, got to be quiet. And my parents were upstairs sleeping and they knew I was coming home. So they would allow me to do whatever I wanted with the living room. You know, it's my luckily, son. He has to bang it out. He's my son. <laughs> what do you mean, whatever you want in the living room? <laughs> He's getting paid, Hamda. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the living you room was just that. Yeah. I did some living in the living room. 
didn't get crazy, didn't get too crazy. God forbid my father came downstairs in his underwear looking for a midnight snack. Yeah. Fucked. <laughs> Not in the good sense. Yeah. I can't imagine how stressful that must have been because life can be stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I absolutely love using Headspace because it is so calming. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash New York. That's headspace.com slash New York for a free one-month trial to access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash New York today. So yeah. what made you move out? It seems like a pretty solid deal. It was. You got Giuliani, you got your mom, you got your aunt, you got There's your a grandma. Getting pegged. There's you know. your dad in your underwear. I'll tell you what made me move out is, uh, you know, it was just time. The, yeah. You know, I, the radio station was in Jersey City. Mm. And and what uh, radio station are you working for at this time? Same radio station. Really? Okay. So you've been there for that long. Okay. Never had a, a better a, another job in my life. It was wow. the job I had during college, where I went wow. to Brooklyn College, and in my junior year. And then wow. I, I've been there twenty five years now, twenty six. Wow. Do you think that maybe so? I know that when you stay at a job now nowadays, when you stay at a job for too long, you don't really get the raises that you should get. And they always say, like, even when I worked in media, how you should change companies and then you'll get more of a raise. Uh, do you think that you could maybe uh, leverage some more money if we threaten? Oh, wait, that hold, you're on, leave? hold on one second. I think Siri just decided to start playing music. Did she? <laughs> hey Siri, stop! Wait, what is she playing? I think it was a fucking freestyle song. Of course it was. <laughs> it's Hamda. It was Hamda. Hamda and the Mighty Dubcats. Did I say my name? Because because <laughs> if you say Siri, it sounds like scary. So if I refer ah. to myself in the third person, sometimes she starts taking liberties. You know what? I'm going to start calling my Siri scary. Yeah. And Me see if too. She answers. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, I missed your question. No, because no, no. Of, so I just I'm wanted like, to this? know, like, since you've been at the same job, do you think that you're underpaid? And how can we help yeah. you uh, renegotiate? Well, they always say it's, you know, you get, you're much more, uh, well, you're much more appreciated financially if you were able to leave and then right. come and back. Right, and you get an, oh, yeah. and then come back. Well, if you well. leave and come back. The thing mm -hmm. is, the way that my path was structured is, there was the assistant producer job and production and then producer and then executive producer. And then the show, Oh wow. We got syndicated around the country. Mm -hmm. We have something here well, the show is growing. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, you know, you're do doing appearances. Now you're on the air for 10, 15 years and people know you and people uh, I'm like, well, why the fuck would I leave and start my own thing now? It's like, right. so now here I am 25 years in and you know, you know, you talk about a glass ceiling, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you shatter the ceiling. 
I feel like there's been these <laughs> ceilings replacements every time and we just keep doing more. Just when things get boring, things get exciting again. So who knows where the future may lead? I mean, for now I'm here and happy, mm-hmm. but I haven't had the, you know, a real motivation to, to leave and start something else, you know? I mean, but could I, could I have been making more if I left and came back? I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm just saying, consider it. We're just trying to get you some money. Trace, Tracy's always trying to make you yeah. money, give you an opportunity, <laughs> connect you with someone. You're like, I think I have things. She's like, I know a guy, I connect, I got a call. We're doing it. I'm firing uh, my agent. Yes. Well, I, got I, have, you. I have a question for you. Do you have a guest, uh, that, like one of your favorite guests you've ever had, one of the most notorious experiences, like someone who's a, a dramatic or crazy? Like, is there something that stands out in your mind as like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening or someone who you love and, and, you know, have, you know, have on. I've never gotten really excited about any guest because I always felt until now. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't am. believe we did it. I was nervous. I <laughs> threw up three times before we went on. You're here with the sharks on only in New York. <laughs> you know, I'll say that I always felt it was my job, you know, just be respectful and whatever. I never like really geeked out except that one time when I came face to face with Weird Al Yankovic. <gasps> because, uh, he's my absolute. Uh, you too? You too? I love Weird Al. Do you know? So my parents and I will, I will, obviously I want to hear everything about this. When I was a kid, I used to watch Weird Al all the time, listen to, and they're swearing in Weird Al. And I used to, swear and my parents would threaten to take away my Weird Al CDs or the Weird Al DVDs if I was swearing anymore. So that was like the big threat around the house. Like, we'll take away your Weird Al. I always thought he was PG-13, but maybe there, he did swear. I there's there's like there's like shit. I think in one of his Jurassic Park um, Oh, later on. Yeah, yeah, he says the word shit and I would say the like, word shit around the household all the time and they would So Weird Al raised you. Yeah, Weird Al did raise me. <laughs> yes. That uh, makes a lot too. of sense. I love it. A also, friend of ours, Maria Wojcikowski, actually did. So there's a show in New York City for comedians. It's called Shtick or Treat. And it's every year except for this year because this year doesn't exist. And the comedians impersonate other comedians. And they yeah. do just like a, a four-minute set, whatever it is. And they impersonate a different comedian. And Maria Wojcikowski did such an amazing Weird Al. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have to post the link to her set in, we got to see if there's, I think there's video of them all. We could post it in the Only in New York uh, podcast group on Facebook. And guys, make sure you go in there and check out the link because she is hilarious. She does yes. such a, she plays the accordion. Do you want to know oh, one, one final, gosh. one final Weird Al thing? Do you know how Weird Al's parents died? Anybody? No. no how? No. Carbon monoxide poisoning. Weird Al. Yes, a a the what the fireplace in their house had like some sort of defect. They turned the fireplace on and they both died in the house. I'm when? Sorry to hear. That's terrible. It's a horrible story. I you know what I mean? And he it well, was in his adult life and he found out about it and then performed, mm-hmm. I want to say like oh uh maybe a week later. Like incredible. I I'm so obsessed. They did a wonderful story on him in the New York Times. Uh, It's beautiful. I mean, he had something that came out recently he was promoting, but Mm -hmm. a brilliant guy, lyricist. He did, in case people don't know who that is, he is. He made music videos in the 80s and 90s. He still does. And he keeps reinventing himself. And 
He, I lost a guy from, Jeopardy, baby. <laughs> right, he makes parody songs, and he is brilliant. You know, brilliant. but anyway, Legend. he's from Linwood, California, and how can a guy like that relate to the twelve-year-old boy and me in Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. True story. I mean, the guy. You know, it, it's it's that whole. I'm kind of an outcast, and you are yes. too, and it's cool to be an. It's okay. We have our own yeah. club here. You yeah. know, and that's what the story is about. It's beautiful. Uh, beautifully written piece on him. But anyway, I cry when I think about Weird Al because oh, the all the albums and the CDs, just like you, Andrea. Yeah, I had everything. Yeah. yeah. And I so still now, have them in my house right now. I have my old Weird Al CDs from yeah, growing up, for sure. Me too. Yeah. That's so cool. I have cassettes and everything. Oh my God. But yeah, so I freaked out when I met him. So if you're going to ask somebody if you to answer your question, yes, that was a crazy moment. I didn't know how to talk to him. Did you I, get I, it together at all? Did you get it together? No. I, there's an audio clip that the morning show <laughs> continues to play because I eventually met him in person. But there was before six months earlier, we did a phone call with him on my other on my Brooklyn Boys podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So weird, Al. Um, yeah, uh, you, you know." And I did this like 45 <laughs> second run on sentence of a question. It was supposed to be a simple question about how he gets permission because there was a story about. <laughs> Iggy Azalea, mm-hmm. all right? You know, Iggy Azalea did I'm So Fancy. Yeah. I think he did I'm So whatever it was. He did a parody of it. But uh-huh. in order, to, he needs to get permission to release it. So he, he's, I think TMZ was, showed this. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it fucked up again. Yes. TMZ was, had their cameras at an airport, mm-hmm. okay? And they asked Weird Al or something like that. Or, or no, he got, oh God, fuck. It's okay. Listen, just, See, I'm getting just think about crazy. how much you love him. I'm getting about Weird Al. Yeah, like, I know. No, no, he he actually saw her getting on a plane or something, and he said he tried to approach her right then and there. Do you do you have permission for this? I think I've seen this. I think I've seen it's it. It's called yeah, Handy. Yeah, yeah. The song is called Handy. That's what he did. Handy, of fancy. right? Yeah. But he wanted permission, and he yeah. kind of caught her going on a flight, and then I think TMZ picked it up. But I couldn't get the question out about because I wanted to know really if there were other artists. And how he approached them in weird ways. Like I hear he had to get Michael Jackson in a weird spot, but that was a classic. Yeah, yeah. Well, eat it, eat it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So yeah, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't find the words. Much like right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I would handle being faced, but interviewing Weird Al, I think I would absolutely freak the fuck. There's so much you guys are going to talk about right before you peg. I can't (laughs) wait. I know. You want to see my CDs? <laughs> CDs I'll show you nuts. my VHS. Yeah. Oh. oh, if I had a bell, if I had a bell. That's what we do. We, had, we used to have a bell. We used to ring it on the morning show. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Go, ding, 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 ding. Like, haha, you made it funny. Yeah. So, have, this is so much fun. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. We're going to do that. This is, uh, we have four more hours of this, so don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, Hamza and I grew up listening to the morning show. Mm. Uh, so we've known you for years before you even knew that we knew you. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, that's an honor. Well, thank yeah. you so much. You, you guys are like, okay, this is what I'll say. Uh, clearly when I was like, you know, seven years old, I wasn't like super into, um, you know, talk radio. Mm. But, you know, when you're younger, I think it, it was kind of like our going to school. Right. Yeah. Can you, my mother would drive me to school. Me and my brother, we lived like, you know, four blocks from school. And during that ride, and even sometimes, you know, I would ask my mom for a ride to high school once in a while if I could like really, uh, can I get a ride, mom? If I could, and she'll be like, you have to be ready at 7 35. And if you're ready one minute, you're going to take the bus. 
Um, so we used to listen, uh, you know, and it was always like, you know, you and, and the rest of the guys on the podcast and, and women, like, we know you all. And I think that that is like kind of where podcasting has gone now. You're like the original podcaster, the original like personalities that no one, and remember like back then we didn't even know what you looked like. Yeah, We're not Googling know. your mm-hmm. picture. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I mean like, you know, I'm not saying I'm disappointed, but yeah, you know, we go back just- to radio. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Yeah. But it was like, you know, you make up, uh, I mean, Hamza, do you, do you feel like that too? Like you make up what like people look like after hearing them for so yes. many years? Yeah. They're the adults in my brain that are not like point, like you shouldn't, whatever. They're like, ah, we're adults. And like, what do you want to hear? Yeah, you know, like, like kids. Yeah. And we still keep it that way. The show is the same. I mean, Elvis still has that mindset in doing the show. We've matured over the years. You know, we don't do some, you know, crazy like stunts on the street. We still play phone pranks, you know. Who was, we still do was the Hollywood Mr. gossip. Was it Mr. Leonard? Okay, can yeah. you please, yeah, Mr. Can you Ms. sing what you sang for us? Hamden knows all, so here's the thing. Yeah. Hamden's more of a fan than she wants to admit. Yeah, I know, Sorry look at her. This. She's, She's rolling on the ground. Uh, okay. Listen, this is I your- don't know if I'm gonna get all the words right, but Okay, like, do it. So jump out of bed and move your butt and kick it in high gear. Stand up proud and sing out loud, Z morning zoo. Mr. Leonard is never here. He is such a creep. Something, something of the year. He works one day a week. Okay, Woo! so I know what that is, <laughs> but that's before my time. I know, it's before. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a, see, our morning show has had several reincarnations. Right. So the original re- the original show was in the 80s, and even I grew up listening to, as you did, and I used to hear that as well. Uh, in I started in 95, 1995 with Elvis, and we didn't have that jingle at that time. Uh, know, that jingle when, was a relic at that time. That's when I was a kid, and they just showed my age. <laughs> they also that's knew okay. like the Al Sharpton haircut thing. She's I'm in her mid 40s, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the Al Sharpton? I'm going to get me an Al Sharpton haircut. I don't think we can sing that anymore. It's not politically oh. correct. What is mm-hmm. it? Is that a, is something to do with black? He, what? No, he used, to, he used to have a huge, like a mane of hair. Oh, his yeah. Head. He used to have a lot of hair on his head. It was always well, well-groomed. Yeah. Uh, so it was like kind of like, you know, that was. I think you can, you can sort of like put it to Trump now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I will say, uh, you know, but. Growing up, I you know we, you didn't talk about this. You went to about something in New York. It was my yeah. favorite group of all time, and I still have never I never met them. New oh, kids on the block. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're Boston. They're Southies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Beastie Boys. Oh God! Um, Beastie Boys w- were life. They were my childhood, and, yeah. and they and then when they moved to their alternative, their grunge, and their um, they, they started picking up instruments. Yeah, I yeah. loved them then too. I went through yeah. all their transformations with them, and you know, of course, you know, MCA passed mm-hmm. in 2012, uh, mm. throat cancer, I believe. Yep. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was really really sad. Um. Uh, but I will say this, if you are a fan of that kind of era of music and you wanted to get an idea of not just the Beastie Boys growing up in Brooklyn and Manhattan is where they, they were. were my first concert with Run what? DMC. You yeah. saw the Beastie Boys? With Run DMC. With yeah. Run DMC. Oh, oh. I remember my brother giving me that intergalactic on, you know. Right. Intergalactic. So that was later on, you know. Yeah. They reinvented themselves three, four times and they, they, they were when they went out on such a high because they were, they were doing Bonnaroo and all these festivals and yeah. they were so fucking cool. 
And I'm like, oh my God, but it's a different kind of cool. It's not the frat boy cool yeah. of what they were in the 80s, like talking about drinking and hanging out, getting girlies. Right. You got to like, fight. Yeah. yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, the no, song Girls so was a Brooklyn. song. They apologized uh, for writing the song All I really girls. want is girls in so the that morning. So was, was that, that was girls. licensed to Elvis? Girls to do the dishes. Yeah. To clean up my room. Like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, their yeah. lyrics. Oh yeah. I've heard that. I've heard but that. They apologize- Later on, they became, you know, they, they admit in the, So, so what I'm getting at is they have a book called Beastie Boys book and mm-hmm. fucking get it, read it or listen to the audible. Cause uh, the two surviving members, Adam Horowitz uh, and Mike D, uh, you know, so that's uh, Ad Rock and Mike D. Mm-hmm. They actually narrate along with special guests. There's a lot of fun stuff oh, in there. Wow. So I will tell you that it is the quintessential New York. You get to understand what New York was like growing up in the 80s and 90s from their perspective. So you you definitely want this as just as context, as reference. And for anyone that is interested in that era, let, even if you weren't a fan of the group, you can get into this book. Uh, and I got to say that that was, yeah. That, so, I uh, they did a book your, tour recently. Yeah. Your call to action is go get uh, Weird Al yeah, and great. the Beastie Boys book. Beastie Boys book. Oh, but, they're, they're, oh, but, but watch, you can watch it on Apple. Uh, Apple TV has the, uh, has the two of them doing the stage show because, uh, you know, the two surviving members did an mm-hmm. actual, so they take you through it. It's like a two, three-hour documentary. So if you want to watch it, and Spike Jones, who did the Sabotage video and all their videos in the 90s that yes. they were famous for, yeah. he, he actually produced this uh, for Apple TV. So it's there. It's relevant. It, was, it was, just came out uh, this, this past year. I think it came out in April, actually. So it's, you know it's that they recently fun. allowed for the first time their uh, song to be on an ad, and it's for Joe Biden. I heard. Oh, wow. What I'm song is listen. it? Sabotage. sabotage. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all y'all, it's a sabotage. Now, may I make a Beastie Boys recommendation? For anyone who likes to get high and watch fun shit, go get high as fuck and watch a fight. It's called Fight for Your Right Revisited. And it's uh, like it's a it's a music video, but it's almost like a short film. And it's huh. got like, uh, let me look. It's got every famous person imaginable. Okay, it's got Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, Elijah Wood, uh, Will Ferrell, Jack Black, Susan Sarandon, wow. Ted Danson, John C. Riley, I'm Steve Buscemi, Will Arnett. Like I'm listening. This is not even all. It's of a that. short film. It's a short film, and it's the, they're remaking the Beastie Boys video, but it's like all these old, you know, older actors. It's I, I yeah. will. The Ferrell, Beastie Boys are not in it. The Beastie Boys are in at the end. At okay? the end. This is what they're happens. Not, they don't, because they, they're played by other people. Yes. It, the, the three guys yeah. are played by these actors. Yes. It's, it's phenomenal the way they did that. They're, we'll post that in our Facebook group. And yeah. before we continue doing commercials for Beastie Boys, I promise yes. we can talk about it in our Facebook group and to each other. Yes. But do you... Do you feel like because you worked um, in Z100, very New York, but also syndicated station, that you got to have more New York experiences? Oh, 200%. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we got to, you know, we host annual concerts at Madison Square Garden called the Jingle Ball, which yeah. started in New York. You might from have- Diker Heights, the Jingle Ball from Diker Heights. <laughs> I will tell you that that uh, Jingle Ball is now is a national tour on several cities. So if you're listening to this somewhere else, you're like, wait a second, my city has Jingle Ball. Yeah, guess what? That shit started in New York City yeah. at Madison Square Garden from Z100, my radio station, when I was just coming up. When I first started there, my first year, that's when they we started the Jingle Ball. So. Jingle Ball is something that um, I think that every 
middle-aged mom aspires to go to. And I think that my mom every year was like, this is going to be my year. I'm going to win the tickets to Jingle Ball. What, it, what, what is it? What and is I'm it? like, it's not going to happen for you. It's a I'm just letting that you sells know. out in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And then the, the prices go off to the black market. And good luck. You're going to pay $500 for a nosebleed seat. Yep. And it's pretty much 15 to 30 minute sets of the greatest hits. It's like listening yeah. to a radio of all the of all these it's artists. It's like everyone who's on the, the radio, best. like the top, it's the top artists that are on yeah. the radio today. Of that, know, of that year. Of that year. Yeah. It's amazing. It's awesome. Um, it. But yeah, but we, we're, we're doing it virtual. Uh, we just, this, this year uh, is virtual Jingle Ball. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's and amazing. The, yeah. Are the tickets yeah. the same way? Are they going uh, to no, it's all it's, unlimited? It's, it's free. You can watch <gasps> it. And then the, I think <gasps> the, the, the oh, company it's by. Oh, year, Tracy. Wait until Wait until she finds it, out about this. Is <laughs> December, so th- you know it'll be on the, uh, around Christmas time. It'll be on the the CW picks eleven New York mm-hmm. or whatever CW wow. station. It's a na- nationwide thing. They'll call it the iHeart Radio Jingle Ball, but just know it's the one hundreds Jingle Ball. But yeah. or where they're doing it virtually, so it'll be online too. Right. You know, if I may, spe- I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn because um, I don't know if I don't have the finals for you know you know for it just yet but give us all the yeah. dirt don't yeah. worry about it yeah yeah tell us i don't even know who's performing well oh, i should I know by now uh-huh. <laughs> it is december <laughs> i mean it's next week you didn't even book it uh-huh Jeez. it's the fucking jingle ball come on we have to make some uh revisions to this episode <laughs> but, hilarious uh, yeah no but uh, yeah so 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 yeah so that was a new york experience Everything New York, uh, the San Gennaro, broadcasting live from the San Gennaro Festival on Mulberry Street, which yeah. is like an Italian feast with Rust, Rusty Rides. Yeah, Rusty yeah, Rides yeah. not a DJ name; it's an actual ride. <laughs> Rusty mm-hmm. Rides is actually, I think, uh, a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh, god. That's, that's what I you call Kagan. Is that's that a he? And he likes to get pegged. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's a little bit older. Um, is an older man. <laughs> he's an You're older about gentleman. To get rusty Ride, baby. <laughs> Andrea, have you ever taken a rusty ride? Of course I have. <laughs> I've given rusty rides. Oh I mean, my god! Listen, a lot of bl- a lot of butt plugs have had to go in the toilet. You know. Oh dear. <laughs> oh okay. All right. Well, on that note, scary. Tell everyone where they could find you on social yeah. media. Tell us about your shows, your podcast. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, at Scary Jones. S K E E R Y Jones. I do two podcasts. One of them, I mean, for as a companion to this, and the reason why, one of the reasons why I'm here on this podcast, mm-hmm. it's called the Brooklyn Boys Podcast with yeah. Scary and Brody. They'll say Brody and Scary. It's it's a fight <laughs> that we have all the right. time. <laughs> uh, but and that's available everywhere you get your podcasts. It's an audio podcast. I think you'll like it if you like um, two grown ass men from Brooklyn, not talking about Brooklyn, but giving our Brooklyn take on the world. We, we fight for people's free dessert because even is not even. It's a thing. It's like if somebody fucks you over, you don't, they don't just owe you that thing back. They owe you, you get free dessert on top of that. Oh, I love the this. The concept that is, yeah. So people write to us with their, you know, how they got free dessert. We read them, love you know, that. people looking for advice. Uh, you know, we debate each other on a lot of stuff. And it could be anything. It could be the topics of the day. We, we keep politics completely out of it. There's no, you know, none of that. Oh, grammar. We're the grammar police. So oh. if you have, we have, I, you know, we hear something or we see signs, 
We encourage people to tweet us. You know, we correct grammar. We love all that Ooh, stuff. You know what? I have a good one for you guys, and I'm going to send it to you. It was in an send episode it. of 16 and Pregnant from just a few weeks ago, yeah. and I'm going to send it over to you guys. Yes. You're going to oh, die. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then we do, you know, we have all kinds of, we read listener emails. Sometimes we take a phone call. We'll talk to my parents on the air. It's great. Ah. We do it once a week, uh, usually toward the end of the week, uh, at the Brooklyn, uh, at, at the Brooklyn Boys. All right. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram uh, and at David Brody is where uh, my co-host is. But I think you I think the people that listen to this podcast would like it. I, yeah. I, I, mean, I think you'd actually love it. Um, <laughs> but we do a lot of talking just like this, the way I'm speaking right now. It's a lot of fast stuff coming at you. Brody is like his mind races. He's super creative and funny as fuck. Um, and uh, and then my other podcast, uh, the Speaking Volumes podcast with my friend Cher Casenza. Cher is the best. She is awesome. She's uh, look her up on IMDb. She's been in some movies and she has a couple more on the way. Nice. Um, but we talk about pop culture, life, a lot of relationshipy stuff. So is that's this your more sensitive side. That's mm-hmm. the softer side of scary. Uh, and she actually takes the lead on that. Whereas Brody and I are equals on the Brooklyn boys. So, or you think so, you are. Well, we think we are, but yeah, Brody dominates, <laughs> you know, he's, he pegs. he's the pegger. Right. <laughs> Uh, and, and and but a share is great you know she's also a private eye she's got some crazy stories oh, yes, cool. yes. and that's become more of a video vlog too you could get that on facebook watch and igtv uh and yeah i'll plug her in while i'm at it at share casenza c-h-e-r share awesome. knows is her uh segment that we do there where she answers a listener question oh my god we're in love with share now yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, did, yeah look, oh did you do you google her I think Andrea, there, yeah. you may uh, hold on a second here. C H E R Casenza, C O C E N Z A, at Cher Casenza on social media, on uh, Instagram. I see or her. I want to pet her. Or is she at Cheryl Casenza. Oh, hey, Cher. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, there she is. Like, hey, now. What yeah. a beauty. Oh, my God. Look at this like, gold dress. Follow like her, that? people. I do. Yeah. She's got a beautiful <laughs> yeah, daughter like in Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you. So, so, yeah. So, we're all over the place. Uh, yeah. That's about yeah. it. Link to my shit and you'll see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, follow, uh, share. Yeah. And um, <laughs> follow everyone. Hamda, what do you have going on? Talk to me. My pod, my other podcast is called Keith and the Girl, keithandthegirl.com, Keith and the Girl on any platform, basically. Hope you listen to it. It's been going on for a little over 15 years now. And that's it. Keith and the Girl. Thank 15 you. 15 motherfucking years. Congratulations. Yeah. That is Hall of Fame. Podcasting Hall of Fame. I can't even believe it. Yeah. And you know who's guested on Keith and the Girl almost more than anybody else in the world? Who? Andrea Allen. <gasps> Andrea Allen, what do you have going on? You can follow me at AndreaComedy69 on Instagram. Send me your dick pics. Send me your thoughts, your dreams, your fears you know, threaten my life, whatever. I, you know, I got nothing going on. Um, you can also listen to my podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Uh, and as always, go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com to see our, you know, our live shows that are not available anywhere else. We got video, we got audio, we got holographic stickers, we got, you know, VIP packages where you can hang out with us. We had such a great time hanging out with listener 
Jennifer last yeah, time. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, there's a lot going on there. So please continue to support us and uh, keep the show going. Trace. Shout out again to Jennifer McIntosh. Thank you. Oh, Shout what out a to great Jennifer. person. She's we had best. a really good time. Yeah. We had balls and sauce. It was about yeah. We can combine all the nice things that we've ever done in life and we still <laughs> won't be. Yeah, no. She's as winning good. some kind of award that yeah. we'll never even the be able human to being award. It's, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Very really nice person. Incredible person. Tracy. Speaking what about of incredible you? people, let me tell you about my garbage podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? Teen Mom Trash Talk, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. If you watch these shows and you hate yourself, please listen to the podcast, recapping each of them. We have so much fun. Go to tracycarnazzo.com for everything Tracy Carnazzo. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini, T R I X I E T U Z Z I N I. If you guys want to discuss this podcast, uh, anything that we've talked about, New York City, go over to Only New York podcast group on Facebook. That's where we communicate. It's amazing. We have so much fun. And again, only in New York pod.com. Andrea? Bowls sauce.